At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Saturday morning. Max, what is going on? Uh, good Saturday morning to you both. I uh, hope you're uh, enjoying baseball so far. As a uh, Mets fan, I can all I can say is ouch. <laughs> Not the usual ouch. Not the usual ouch. This is actually getting hit with baseball's ouch. A uh, lot, lot of fucking animosity from that uh, Washington club. Maybe they need to change their their team name uh, to the Bullets or something like that because they're throwing bullets at the fucking players out there. Uh, another Mets player got hit in the fucking face last night. Um, I don't know. It's, it, I get it. Listen, we've got Max Scherzer on our team. You're not happy about that, but you don't have to fucking bean every single one of our fucking players. What's up, Sex Panther? Uh, there's probably, probably some players that deserve it. There's probably some players. There's probably some Mets fans that deserve it, but uh, there's one here. Yeah, yeah right. fair point. Fair point. Listen, at least my hair's not fucking aqua blue. I know that sets Panther off. I tell you, it, it sets the the intro sets the stage. You guys that watch the intro and and. Arch did the one where where the two guys are just yelling at each other and flipping each other off. It's like I just want to jump up and be like, "Fuck you, Mac!" Mac didn't even do anything. This is Arch just gets us going right out of the gate. But uh, yeah, it's I don't know if it's intentional. Chizik says it was intentional. One of the guys said they didn't think it was intentional. But four times in two games is a little high. Um, it's going to create some animosity uh, when you get lesser pitchers, not named Scherzer, to throw back at them. But uh, I, I hate it for the game. I, I'm not a big fan of this beanball thing and getting even and all, all that shit. So uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's throwing at the blue hair of Francisco Lindor. <laughs> Yogi Berra said it's too coincidental to be a coincidence. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a, it's a great point. You know, you know, his famous uh, when you get to the fork in the road, take it. Yes. You know that? It, it, well, it's because his house. If no matter which side of the road, like if you took which fork, it still led to his house. Oh, so all that's roads where it actually to- came from. It actually made sense. So, um, you know, uh, my 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 issue here is it's not like it's the Phillies pitching. You know, I mean, I I could actually expect them to inadvertently hit some players with the way that they pitch. Uh, but you know, it's it's the Nationals. They've they've got a a, a stand up pitching staff, right, Panther? <laughs> I mean, could you name one? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, let's see. Patrick Corbin, who's way past the, the the Patrick Corbin that we are familiar with. Uh, the starter last night, I believe, was Josiah Gray, who came over from the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. He hasn't pitched well mm-hmm. since he came over from the Dodgers. Uh, I have no idea who's even going tonight. So, which I guess is that's the point is I don't think that these guys are very good pitchers to begin with. So maybe they do have control issues. It was the shortened uh, preseason. It's, it's cold. I, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think that a lot of it was intentional, but I mean, come on. You, you, it's like, you're really just going to let a fucking 88 mile per hour fastball, like at the head. Like uh, it, it just, it, it's, it's just, it's bad. I, I don't think it was necessarily intentional, but it's still not great. And it's, it's, 
you know, for, for me as a Mets fan, they got the win. I'm happy about that. But it's a very fragile lineup. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I, I see Alonzo and Lindor get hit in the fucking face with a ball. And, and all I can think about is just like, first off, I hope they're okay. You know, <laughs> I hope these guys are, are okay. And then second off, it's like, man, we can't afford to lose these guys because that's the fragility of this fucking Mets lineup. And it, and it goes to the, the conversation of, you know, do you have enough depth? Or if you lose a star player, uh, what does that mean? Uh, you know, the Yankee, the Yankees know a lot about that, right? I mean, you know, with uh, Giancarlo Stanton and, and Aaron Judge on your team, uh, you're lucky to get what fifty percent of the playing time from them each year, um, which 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 makes me think it's like uh, the fact that that Judge turned down that two hundred thirteen million dollar contract is like well you realize that if you could stay healthy that would be a four hundred million dollar contract right they're prorating it but, but the amount of games that you're actually going to play on the fucking field. Um, Aaron Judge, of course, turned it down because in the offseason, he can just go to Steve Cohen and say, hey, uh, what are you going to offer me? And Cohen will just fucking drive up the price and then the Yankees will be stupid enough to fucking bait it and, you know, end up paying him three hundred fifty million. So, I mean, good on Judge, but he's got to produce. He's got to stay on the field. He's got to stay healthy. And I think that uh, that Red Sox Yankees game will be a, a game that we talk about uh, when we do get to baseball. So hmm. just a spoiler alert there. I think Judge probably does the Joel M- Joel Joel Embiid workout program, the JE21. Can, oh, so can, at the end of the season, he'll be complaining about being MVP then? <laughs> right, and, and and only playing half the games if you're lucky. Yeah. Maybe 21%. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is, JE21, 21%. <laughs> the TV 12 uh, just, just throw that aside now. We're, yeah. we're JE21, baby. It, it's probably not the worst move on his part because there are teams now that we're watching spend shit tons of money. And if they think they can get more money because, you know, the Padres will spend it, the Angels will spend it, the Phillies will spend it, the, the Mets have – there is no salary caps for them as far as they go. So even if the Yankees, who are very capable of outbidding themselves, outbid somebody else, Judge probably will get more than what was offered. That's good for him, man. He's playing the system, playing against himself. I love it. And why not just drive up the price, get the most? I mean, if it doesn't work out for him, he can maybe go back to college and play for Alabama. <laughs> Great segue. Great segue. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Does college football need to be blown up? Panther, you're the guru. The answer is yes, but the, it, it's, it's kind of like firing your coach. Who are you going to replace it with? I, I, they're, college football is broken. I, it really is broken. It's been broken for a while, but I really don't know how to fix it. You, you know, get into minor leagues, start paying players, drafting players, which essentially is telling these young kids coming out of high school, you no longer get to pick what college you go to. It's going to be decided for you. Like, I don't think that's the direction they'll go, but uh, you know, you're leading to what Dabo Sweeney said and, and he's right. I mean, every single year it's Alabama, it's Oklahoma, it's Ohio state, it's Clemson, which Kudos to Dabo. I love Dabo coming right out, and he's he's really part of the problem because Clemson gets whoever they want as well. It, it is broken, but you guys got any idea on how to fix it? Not unless there's a viable, you know, a viable league that they can go to and get out of college and just go to a legit professional football league that's not the NFL. There has to be a minor, minor paid league. minor league. Yes, yeah, yeah. But the problem is, I don't know if the, the market can compete with college football. The big money in college football. Right. I mean, are are you looking at something maybe like the the XFL if they can get its its you know 
feet they, underneath yeah. them if, you know yeah. and they accept the you know uh 18 uh you know year old uh you know and, and become that becomes kind of like a minor league system i guess it all d- does depend on on the viability the the sustainability of a league because we haven't really seen that i mean no. that, and and it's like the nfl isn't a monopoly wink wink nudge nudge but it, it does all that it can to crush its competition so there is nothing that can necessarily compete with the the nfl so i think the xfl has the best opportunity to align itself there already is some alignment and i think even going back to uh when mcmahon brought it back there was a little bit of a a agreement where they were gonna um you know share some technology and stuff like that but now they're talking about like testing out rules in the xfl that could be for the nfl you know so i think there could be some alignment you got the star power that i mean you got you got a lot of money in uh in, in the rock but i mean you say that he's running an entire fucking league where he's got the same money as like i don't know what jerry jones you know like one owner in the nfl so um i think there's a lot of risk there but yeah i, I think the, the that's exactly what's needed is is to have an option for these kids uh to to maybe be you know not decide to just go to alabama and get paid under the table where they can go and get paid uh legitimately and and you know have some minor league deal but i also i also agree with dabba sweeney is you can't treat these nfl uh these uh ncaa teams the same you can't like i i think there needs to be further alignment or further division of of what these teams are and 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 you know i i don't know like i, I always love that's my microphone sorry <laughs> i always love the uh, concept of like soccer where you have these teams that are the elite teams and then you get the secondary teams and the worst elite team drops to the second tier and then the, the top second tier moves up like kind of have something where we do that softball <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying exactly but you know what i'm saying like something where you could have movement between the cast systems within the ncaa and give teams the opportunity to kind of compete with the big boys but honestly you should separate it's like, yeah these are the teams that have the money and the resources to do it they're gonna fight it out everyone else is down here here and and maybe there's some mobility over time yeah and the nil program they brought in isn't going to help anything so now you get places like alabama and ohio state who already have you know great coaches great programs it's a revolving door of success and now you can also get you know the lexus dealership and this you know these different places (laughs) can sign these kids to name and likeness deals and pay them like it's really whatever they were thinking that was going to do it's not doing it. It's making things a lot worse. Ah, they're thinking it's probably illegal not to allow them to do it, right? <laughs> that's that's kind of well, a hurdle. Your name. I can do whatever the hell I want with my name. I'll, yeah. How do you think you're going to tell me I can't do this? Right, right, exactly right. And that's a that's a that's a tough hurdle to uh, overcome. What you, I think the problem is for the uh, for the new league or a new minor league to happen, you need to be able to help develop the players, not just put them on the field and play, but actually develop them. It's something that if you do that well, you're going to have a leg up on college football mm-hmm, if you make mm-hmm, them better. Mm-hmm. Because this is not, we're not seeing development coming mm-hmm. from the college ranks anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, spread offense, look at the sidelines, coach tells you what to do, run the play. It's about making money for the colleges. I mean, yes. they, they want to win. They're going to do whatever it takes to win. And it's not it's not about the player development because when a lot of these guys hit the NFL and uh, you see it, they just don't have the skill sets needed to be, a, you know, not elite NFL players, but even like sustainable NFL players. So if you're teaching all of these these elements, that's going to allow someone to have an opportunity to, to get a higher draft pick in the NFL or like, if that's the focus is right. It's like player development. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I do think that a lot of people would head over there. Um, 
anyway, no, no, no one on this show is going to fix uh, NCAA. I don't think anyone's going to really fix NCAA. Bring, bring Condoleezza Rice in again. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's too busy She's, at the was it the the Guardians? Was it the Browns? Browns. Yeah, Browns. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, let's get a couple of baseball picks in here That's before true. the break. I'm going to start off and talk about Milwaukee and Chicago again. Uh, I was on the wrong side of the series in game one, and now it's time to uh, do some gambler's fallacy here. The, the Cubs cannot beat the goddamn Brewers two games in a row. Uh, Brandon Woodruff taking the mound from Milwaukee. Pretty solid season last year, but uh, run support was not his friend all of last year. Uh, Justin Steele going to be the number two guy in the rotation for the Cubs right now. Uh, he pitched... Uh, in mostly in relief last season, he pitched 69 nice total innings last year, um, posted decent enough numbers. But I think the hope with him is that he's got a higher velocity. Maybe he could be a, a hidden gem in this rotation. And they, they must think the Cubs must think he's got some potential. They're putting him ahead of Marcus Stroman, Drew Smiley and Alec Mills. These are guys that are a little bit more proven veteran pitchers in the league. And, uh, you know, looks like Steele's going to get this two spot. Um, I think it's a risk, and especially it's a risk against the Milwaukee Bats. I think they, they, they do have an opportunity to light him up early, so we'll see. Uh, I'm banking on it, though, a $10 bet on the Brewers. Well, maybe it's just they, they're throwing to the Wolves and they'll punt this game since they got game one and they'll put their veterans out there for three, four, and five. Uh, I, I do think this is a pitching matchup. I actually think the line – could be significantly worse. I, I probably would have jumped on this line even at you know minus 180 or 190. But I am uh, delighted to take this at minus 160 and join you, Max, and put $10 on the Brew Crew. Oh, okay. Now we have our first kiss of death in baseball. There's the first. Wow. I like I the Brewers. I was today. wondering when that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a while. It's been it's been a long time coming. Uh, <laughs> give me the Brewers. Ten bucks minus 155. Looks like. Ooh, like it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, next one up for me, Oakland and Philadelphia. Uh, Philly's offense lived up to the hype in game one of the season, putting up nine runs yesterday. Uh, Going to get a chance to tee off against Cole Irvin of the A's. Um, Irvin should be familiar with the Phillies, though. I mean, if you recall, he pitched his first couple of seasons there before moving on to Oakland last year. Uh, in a full season of work, he posted decent enough numbers. I, I, I don't know if he's a number two type starter, but I guess good enough. And speaking of not sure if he's a number two starter or not, is Kyle Gibson for Philadelphia. You got to remember, <laughs> last year, he was a Cy Young candidate when he was pitching on Texas. Heading into the heading into the, uh, the the trade deadline, this guy was fucking elite. Well, he joined Philadelphia, became near elite after that, uh, fell down to earth. And so you got to ask the question is, which Kyle Gibson shows up today? And based on his preseason, it looks like se- second half Gibson. Uh, you know, he gave up 5.27 uh, ERA in the preseason. Not so great. Um, listen, we, we know Oakland had their fire sale in the offseason. It's hard to imagine them keeping up with the Phillies bats today. I just, I, I think they can against Gibson. So big fat plus line too tempting for me. $10 bet on the A's. Yeah, we'll disagree on this one. I am on this game, but I, I listen, no matter if, if Irvin can pitch decent enough, I just don't think the athletic bats can generate enough contact. You know, they, they batted 176 yesterday. Uh, got six hits, which I think is like their upside against this Philly uh, lineup. Philadelphia just pounded the ball. Schwarber, Riamolto, um, it's it's just a, a murderer's row, really, of of hitters. I just think the Phillies take care of business again today. Um, I'm not eating that chalk, so I'm going to alt run line this thing down to uh, minus 105 and uh, put ten bucks on the Phillies. You're going to do the run line min- minus one and a half? Yes, sir. All right. 
Gotcha. Uh, not a game I really want to bet. I think the Phillies win. It tells me the Phillies win, and they're minus 200. That line shift got me a little, a little spooked. So, yeah, I would probably lean the athletics here just based on the line shift. All right. I got one more, but I'll save that until after the break. Let's talk about my bookie. I'm over at my bookie right now, and they got the International Table Tennis Tournament lines up here right now. Uh, looks like uh, Marek Kulasek is minus 129 against Andres Ficklick. Ficklick. Uh, yeah, so head over to mybookie.ag. You can bet on NBA, MLB, the Masters, NHL, uh, soccer, tennis, MMA, boxing, NASCAR, uh, and yes, the International Table Tennis Tournament. But you got to sign up using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to get double your deposit. That is double your money, double your fun, double your pleasure, all that shit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my boogie. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. What else you got? Baseball. I got one more. Uh, I, I teased it I, in, in early, early in the show. If you download and listen to this episode, then you would know I was going to talk about the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. Uh, rivalry kicked off yesterday. Uh, the Bombers winning with a walk-off in the 11th. Um, matchup today on the mound is Nick Pavetta and Luis Severino. Uh, Pavetta moving into the number two role. You see Chris Sale dealing with some kind of rib injury, so he's going to be out for a little bit of time. So uh, Pavetta moves into the two spot here. Um, had some big moments last season, if you remember, especially in the playoffs. He, he, he did quite well. I think he's going to be an important member of this rotation this year, especially with uh, Eduardo Rodriguez moving on to Detroit. So, uh, yeah, good, good opportunity for Pavetta to show what he has. Uh, Severino, who the fuck knows what they have with Severino? Panther, can you tell me what they have with Severino? Because I, 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 he, he is the Aaron Judge of pitchers. It seems he can't stay fucking healthy. He had another injury scare that apparently he's okay with. So I just, I don't know what to think of Severino here, and I don't know what to think about this line at all. I, I really, you know, I, I, I guess Vegas is realized their fucking error of their ways and they're panically adjusting, but. I still love this plus line with Boston, so I'm going to jump on the Red Sox ten dollar bet on Boston. Well, I, I think that's where the value is because I think these are two even teams. And as far as Severino, I, for me, it's just a wait and see. And that's why I'm off this game because I really don't know. He did not pitch very well in spring. It's still cold in New York, I'm sure you know. Um, so you know, I, I'm not a big fan of these pitchers that are you know pitching in these 40-degree uh, weather. I, I'm a real believer that their shoulders are tight. They're not loosened up. They're not stretched out, especially with the abbreviated spring training. Um, I think we see a lot of bullpen here and a lot of scoring. So if anything, I'd probably maybe be looking at the over. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have a play here. I'll lean the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Red Sox with you. Um, but this is not a game I'm interested in. All right. Okay, that's it for me. Panther. Oh, let's take a look at a game that I think burnt somebody yesterday. The uh, White Sox staying in Detroit, taking on the Tigers. Uh, kind of thought that um, Detroit might get that game yesterday, and they did. Gambler's Fallacy 2.0. There's no way they do it twice, particularly with my fan favorite, Casey Mize, on the bump. 
you know, I'm I'm not as much jumping on the White Sox here. They're a little slow getting out of the gate as I am just fading Casey Mize. He's going to have to prove it to me till I get behind him as a pitcher. So uh, I'll take this favorable line and uh, put 10 bucks on the White Sox. Yeah, this is a weird one. And thanks for throwing shade at me, you fucker. Uh, did you actually bet the Tigers yesterday? I did not. It was I did. Oh, okay. I okay, did. Great. Okay. All right. All right. So he's throwing shade at me. He didn't even bet the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate he's just that, sniping from the, the Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that, Arch. You can throw shade at me when 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 you speak. Um, <laughs> listen, it's hard to argue. Like I, I like the White Sox here today. I think they ha- they have the implied probability to win this one. I just, I just there's something weird with this line. It's getting better for Detroit, but the money is hitting Detroit. So. I, I, it's early. I don't know what to what to think about traps or not. Not. Uh, I'm just going to stay off of this one. A, li- a little too weird for me. A lean on the White Sox. Yeah, I got my I got my win here, and I'm out of this series entirely. I don't want a piece of these guys anymore. It's a little too wild for me. All right, one more game for me. We're going to take a look at the fish at the Giants again. Fish probably used up all of their run support yesterday in, in the one. Well, two days ago, I guess, in the one game. Um, Five runs, extra innings uh, going against this giant team that you know, we, we struggle, I think, sometimes to sit here and name the guys that are in their lineup. But then you look at their pitching staff, you're like, this is why they win. And they get to throw Carlos Rodon out there that they stole from the White Sox, a very, very good pitcher going against Pablo Lopez. I expect this to be a little low scoring, lower scoring than yesterday, but um, I still like the Giants at home. So 10 bucks on the G-Men. If you uh, have a corkscrew and you're opening up the bottle and just get the the, the first sniff, uh, you're going to smell those trappish undertones. I'm not calling this a trap just yet, but it's it's gotten about three cents better for the Giants uh, with all of the money hammering them. So, I'm, I'm again, I'm not ready to plant the flag and call it a trap, but it's definitely a little trappish here. I like the Giants to get the win today, uh, but I, I couldn't bet them. A lean on San Francisco. Well, that's because we haven't played star bets yet, Max. Once we do, then the money will move. It'll get much oh, Okay, work. gotcha. Okay, great. Right, yeah. And I'm, I'm throwing my money on the Giants, absolutely. I think minus 145. I think they covered. I think they handle it. I I'm, I see what you're saying. I see the line moving slightly the wrong direction. but It's, it's, it's very, very slight. Yeah, but, but it's just still weird when, when you see that, yeah. you know, all of the money hitting the Giants and, and Vegas is just kind of slowly nudging to see if what it's doing. I'm yeah. not overly concerned about traps yet. So give me the G-Men as well, Panther. Tim Bucks. I like it. I believe I have touched everything that I'm going to touch today. <laughs> there you go, Saxy. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how the sex kitten feels about that. <laughs> oh, she, she's not here. <laughs> well, was there a birthday? Hey, happy birthday, sex kitten. We missed it. It was Thursday. You didn't say happy birthday to on the show. Oh, Happy birthday, sex kitten. I hope you have had a good one. Hope I, told, I told her you're sending her a Home Depot card. Okay. All right. Coming out of your part of the uh, budget. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. What Mets are going to Washington. The Mets are pissed. The Mets are upset. <laughs> Give me the Mets. I'll just say that. Ten bucks minus one forty four. I think they. I think they take another one. Yeah. I, listen, I have. The, I have the Mets circled in this one as well. I, I, I like. I like New York here. Um, I, I. I won't say it's a value play per se, but I've. I've got them. I've got some wiggle room with this uh, um, probability. I mean, what would you have this at? Minus 164? No, minus 144. Oh, you got a minus 144? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, then, yeah. I should be betting this one. I'm not going to do it to you, though. So <laughs> I'll lean moral support on the Mets. Yeah, I'd already had my plays written down, and then I saw this line. I'm like, I should be on the Mets, but then maybe I'm thinking it's a little too 
favorable for the Mets. I, I 165, 170 would make more sense to me. I don't know anything about this uh, Joan Adon for Washington. I, I know nothing. So be interesting to see how he pitches. But uh, moral support on the Mets here. All right. And we're moving on. Reds are going to Atlanta. Uh, Braves are minus 164, minus 165. I think the Braves win. I think they can handle this pretty easily. Ten bucks on the Braves. Yeah, it's a similar situation here. Um, I, I'm weird. The, mon- the money's on Cincinnati here. I don't know if someone's just like trying to cash a minor little lottery ticket earlier in the season. It's just, it's weird. Uh, maybe maybe it's flipped since uh, I checked earlier, but I think the Braves are the play. I agree. Uh, moral support lean on Atlanta. I'm looking at the Reds here. You know, they put up six runs in each of their first two games against the Braves. Kyle Wright is hittable. Gutierrez has shown flashes for the Reds. I think the value, the money um, with that plus line is on the Reds. So I'm looking at Cincinnati here. All right. Don't snipe me. You didn't bet it. I didn't Uh, bet it. Last one. I'm going down with this fucking ship. Astros are going to Los Angeles. <laughs> Angels are plus 100 with Max's boy on the mound. Uh, I don't. I'm, they're going to win one. God damn it. Ten bucks on the Angels. Same one. I'm, I should have bet this one. I really should have. Um, but I, I, I listen. I'm, I'm not being crazy. Just say you, you, you've you've got a little bit of a profit in your coffers that you can burn some money. I, I don't yet have that. So uh, leaning the Angels here. I agree. They should win one of these. I like the profit in my coffers, and that's why I'm not betting this game. Um, I, the Angels, we, we keep believing in them, and they keep failing. I think they could be down 0-3 at the end of this uh, it's two day, games. So. We, I, I'm not ready to. <laughs> I'm, leaning, I'm leaning the Astros here. NBA. NBA. Uh, poof, fuck. Uh, we're still doing this thing? It's still happening? Uh, uh, still, well, the players aren't, but we are. Okay, great. Uh, it's fucking unbettable today, today, but I'm going to bet on the Spurs. Um, there it is. That's the only play. <laughs> listen, I, they're going to be without Dejounte Murray. Fine, but the Warriors are going to be without Steph. They're going to be without Clay too. Uh, they, they've won three in a row. I think they do have motivation to win and keep in the three spot. But I'd almost argue that I'd rather get the four seed and host that Jazz team right now then get the three seed and risk having to host Jokic and the Nuggets, right? I think the more dangerous team out of the two right now is Denver. So I don't know. Maybe the Warriors are smart and <laughs> take on a dysfunctional Jazz team. Uh, Spurs, of course, only 16-24 at home this year. And I have typically, I actually, I went through this to check. On the games I bet the Spurs, I typically have more success when they're on the road than at home. I still think they have a chance to outright sneak out a win. I know... Arch, you're probably going to take the points here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fucking do it. Ten dollar money line bet on the Spurs. I'm on the other side here. I, I think the Warriors, whoever does start, uh, have something to play for. It's not just Dejounte Murray. The entire starting lineup for the Spurs is not playing tonight. They have nothing to play for. They're cemented in where they are in that play-in spot. Um, and we've seen what Popovich does when he does when he wants to rest players. He'll rest freaking all of them. So I think the Warriors are the play here. Uh, I'm leaning Golden State. Oh. You didn't bet it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I thought I was. I thought he was going for the windup. You know, no Spurs are playing. Then should, shouldn't this be like minus twelve? Then I don't trust that the Warriors are playing everybody either. Mm. Give me the Spurs plus six, ten bucks. I disagree with brand name Panther. <laughs> brand name Panther. <laughs> what do you have in the NBA? Anything? I've got one game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay a shit ton of points. We're gonna look at that god awful Pacers team. Going to the 76ers where Joel Embiid and his MVP sidekick, James Harden, still do have something to play for. 
uh, I think they're going to be slightly pissed and uh, want to make sure they make tomorrow something to play for. So they need this win big. I think they blow out the Pacers 10 bucks on in the uh, Philadelphia. So I, here's the thing. Listen, I've, I've mentioned this before. I've got I've got my spreadsheet that kind of like gives me like uh, a direction of where to go. And the direction says that the Sixers win this game by about 13 points. But I, I that's just that's just like the compass. I still need to decide if I'm going to walk in that direction. And to me, it's like if you're going to win by 13, you could win by 14. You could win by 15. You, it's right there. I think the Sixers could cover this one. Strictly by my numbers, I'll lean Indiana getting those points, but I completely could see Philadelphia fucking just blowing the doors off the Pacers right now. Yeah, they they, they certainly could. It's plausible. I and mean, when you, when you uh, look at this movement, seven and a half is where it opened. Really? Jesus, up to 13 and a half, 14. I'll still lean Indiana catching 14 points. I think we're uh, I, I think we lost value a long time ago on this road. I don't know when they bet that because that's what I woke up to. So it, yeah, it's been bad for a while. Uh, that's the only game I'm betting on. Thank God. NHL. <laughs> NHL. Okay. Um, start of Washington and Pittsburgh. Uh, Penguins lost three in a row. Uh, lost four or five. Those four losses were a pair of losses to the Rangers and a pair, of, you know, and, and the Avalanche. So two losses to uh, Rangers, two losses to the Avalanche. So I, I really can't fault them that much for losing those games. Still, they're, they're playoff caliber teams and struggling against playoff caliber teams while heading into the playoffs. Not a good fucking omen. Pittsburgh, get your shit together. Washington managed to get a good win over the Lightning a few days ago, salvaged their homestand. Um, just a team, though, that's been inconsistent the past few weeks, and I think the main issue has been their defense, allowing 4.16 goals over their last six games. Uh, Sabsonoff is slated to be in goal today. He's not been good lately. He's been, he can be scored on. Uh, Sid, the not-so-kid anymore, is going to be back for the Penguins today. I think he's going to try to help them put up some goals. So I like Pittsburgh to get the win here. So $10 bet on the Penguins. Yeah, Pittsburgh's pretty good at home. Washington's really good on the road, but I agree with you. I think I'm not pushing the panic button or anything, but this is kind of a, a must win for Pittsburgh. They've got to stop the bleeding here. I think they can do it, and the line's not too chalky. So I'll jump on it with you and put 10 bucks on the Penguins. Yeah, the Penguins should win. I'm not crazy about it. The minus 145, maybe a little, little high, just a touch. Maybe you throw a little bit on Washington as a value play, but I do think Pittsburgh wins. All right. Uh, last one up for me is is my 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 lottery ticket, my dumbass play of the day. Let's uh, do it. Come on, New Jersey Devils. Uh, they have lost five in a row. They got humiliated on Thursday against a shitty ass Canadians team. Heading into Dallas against a Stars team that is twenty two nine and two at home. Yet, listen, I have them. Lo- I have the Devils losing a close one. So uh, if you're out there, you probably chicken shit it one and a half. But I, uh, I'm straight up betting the Devils here. I love that big plus line, ten dollar bet on my New Jersey Devils. Uh, I don't hate it, but I really do like Dallas when they're at home. Um, I think maybe I would be looking at that over. I'm seeing six and a half. Both these teams have a propensity to put up some goals and forget to play defense. Uh, so I'm looking at Dallas, but I wasn't eating that chalk. So go, Max. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. I, I, <laughs> fuck it. Why not? 220? Right, why not? Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of a good reason not to. Take the over, too. Follow Panther on this one. Take yeah, the over. I agree. I agree. Uh, what else you got, Panther? I've got a bigger lottery ticket. Okay. All right. Let's look at these Montreal Canadiens going over <laughs> there on Toronto. Oh. <laughs> uh, listen, I can look. Toronto's been red hot. Even in that loss at Florida, they put up six goals. But the, it, there's that little thing that we talk about where they have that four-game road trip. They're coming home. Granted, they've had a couple of days to get their affairs together. 
but Montreal has not been playing bad. But the the real thing here is, what are we catching? Like plus three fifty. Mm-hmm. It's a. I mean, I'm throw. I'm going to throw ten bucks at the Canadians and see if we catch lightning in a bottle. Listen, my implied probability, I still have Toronto winning this one. <laughs> like I, I do, but but Toronto is a team that does not show up sometimes against the lesser competition. Uh the 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 better the money the, the public's all over toronto but the, the the money just is like yeah i'm I'm gonna take this lottery ticket with you i don't know if you placed your bet already and shifted all that money all you know <laughs> but the significant amount of money on the canadians i i hope you hit this one man I, i'm leaning toronto here because again i have the implied probability to probably even bet them at minus fucking 430 but i'm not gonna fucking do that uh lean on the maple leafs no i like it uh 347 was the best one i could find you best line so nice 10 bucks on, yeah, why not? Why not give it a shot? Take the over here. I think this is another high-scoring game, right, with Toronto playing? Could be, mm-hmm, could be. Mm-hmm. One more hockey game for me real quick. I'm surprised Max wasn't looking at this one, but I am guarantee he'll have an opinion. Two of the red-hottest teams in the NHL, the Avalanche, are going to take on the Oilers mm. in Edmonton. Uh, Avalanche just scoring in droves. Oilers have found defense? Mm. What the hell's going on with Edmonton? They score and now they play defense. Uh, look, it's hard to fade Colorado, and I'm getting a, a what I would call value play uh, when it's Colorado minus 130. But maybe we should bring in like NFL ties or something because I'd be in favor of a tie here. Two juggernauts going head to head, but give me 10 bucks on the Avalanche. I mean, technically, you could bet a tie in regulation. You can do those types of bets. You can't do it. I'm on the opposite side. I think the value is on Edmonton. I, I like that plus line there. I, uh, but I listen. I, I, can't, I can't fucking bet against the Avalanche right now either. I, I couldn't actually get those words out of my mouth to bet the Oilers. But I think I think that's where the value is at. Edmonton at home with a plus line. I dig it, man. Lean on the Oilers. Ooh, yeah, this is a tough one. I, I, I guess I would lean Edmonton just because there's a plus line. But man, just watch the game. No, no reason. Uh, tie. What is tie? Like minus? No, it's plus. The three-way tie. Eight fifty. Oh. All right. Yeah. Oh no, three and a quarter. Sorry, three and a quarter. Sorry, sorry. I was looking at the spread tie. Three and a quarter for a money line tie and regulation. All right. There you go, Panther. That's it. All right. What do we talk about today? Talked about college football being broken. Mm-hmm. Talked about the Mets getting their faces broken. And um, yeah, we talked about the NBA, MLB, and NHL Max. That's it. That is it. But I do, I you know, I realized at the very end of the show how to how to fix uh, college basketball. It's the same way that Panther fixes things: duct tape. It's duct tape. It's gonna, it's gonna work. Uh, what, what are we gonna do? Download the DJ's app for Android, iOS. Let us know anything about our picture picks, anyone's picks, over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Join our Patreon, twenty five dollars a month, get access to our Discord channel. Panther, take us home. Let's try and get out of here with a Panther parlay. I'm starving for a fucking hit on a parlay. So maybe the kiss of death helps it out. Yeah, we're going to take those Milwaukee Brewers, the Chicago White Sox, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Put those three together. That's today's Panther parlay. Then we're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, and mostly it's been Discord. My God, you guys were just killing it last night. I wake up to so many damn fucking funny. That was was really funny. It was fucking live last night. So, hey, hang out on Discord. Give us a shout out by name. Be like, guarantee we're shouting right back. Except for me, I was in bed at like 8.30. Um, But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. 
Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.